Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. got a busy show coming up today very busy today you know a lot going on uh, i know that uh and there's a lot to talk about now ben roethlisberger by the way is not going to be the starting quarterback for the steelers uh, they're going to sit him and you know what normally i'm i am not for sitting guys in other words don't sit the guy. I know you're like, oh, I'm going to get hurt. I know. To the bubble wrap crowd out there. And there is a bubble wrap crowd. They just, they, every, they turn around every time they think somebody's going to get hurt. Uh, I am, to me, yeah, I am for staying sharp. But there are exceptions to that. And here is the exception I have with this. The exception I have with this uh, that fits the Steelers is that they have not had the bye. They had to play. This will be the 13th straight week they've played. So they do have guys that should be sitting out in this game because they haven't had the bye. If you had a normal bye, this is what I'm always in favor of. I'm always in favor of, look, you play the first half, the first series of the second half, because you still have to do the come out of the locker room thing, okay? And then after that, all right, then you, then you sit them down. That way they at least still stay in some sort of semblance of game sharpness. I think too many times over the years you've had teams lose their game sharpness or suddenly they're playing the playoff game they set everybody out and it's like, gee, I can't believe they're not as sharp. <laughs> well, there's a reason you're not as sharp. You know, you you, you got to get back into, into playing the game. Except this is different. Uh, this will be the 13th straight week the Steelers have played. And because it's the 13th straight week that they have played, well, now I'm in favor of them sitting out. Uh, because you have to weigh game sharpness versus fatigue. Right? And to me, fatigue is the winner. You have to, you have to err on that side of it. That is why I look at it as they need to sit some people out. Um, now, whether they sit out what, I don't know, but Ben's not going to play. It's going to be, much to the delight of the Cleveland Browns, Mason Rudolph is going to start at quarterback. The Browns, now, the Browns win, by the way. Guess who they would face? In all likelihood, they would face up the Steelers. (laughs) 
It'd be a repeat of that. Uh, uh, we go back to what the last time they were in the playoffs. Uh, it was the Browns and the Steelers. What in two thousand two with Kelly Holcomb at quarterback? So. And then there's the Eagles. They are going to start Jalen Hurts at quarterback. He is, after all, the savior. No? Maybe not? Uh, When it comes to Jalen Hurts, I think there's certain things he does for you. There's no getting around it. But I'll be honest with you. I just don't see it as the long-term solution. And I may be sitting here two years from now in the show eating my words. And as you know on the show, when I am wrong about something, I do tell you I was wrong about it. Now, why is that? Well, it's pretty simple. The reason I do tell you if I'm wrong about something is that uh, it's it's... The the reason I do is that there are many, many items in the end that you do know you're right about it. Okay? Yeah, you do know that. And, you know, people listen to the show that know there are many items. Now, you may disagree with some things, but, like, when I back up stuff with facts and so forth, that's me talking, you know, where, you know, I'm right because I'm backing it up with facts. But when you're wrong about something, it's okay to... I don't understand why more people on shows don't admit why they're wrong about something. And you don't lose credibility with that. I think you gain credibility when you tell somebody, hey, look, I was wrong. And I just don't think... I really don't. I just don't think that Jalen Hurts is the long-term solution. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, if I were to err on the side, to me, what they need is a full rebuild on the offensive line. I mean, everybody forgets about the Brooks injury. We know Lane Johnson's been hurt. And, you know, I mean, Peters is way, way past his, uh, his prime. We'll go to the Hall of Fame. Uh, but the Hall of Fame part of his life and his career are absolutely over. I mean, Dillard may not be a great player when he comes back, but he's probably still a better option than what they have. To me, the the primary the primary problems for the Eagles have been offensive line, offensively. Uh, wide receiver is still a problem. I don't like how they've drafted there. I think they've drafted poorly there at wide receiver. Uh, It doesn't mean Carson Wentz has not played well. Carson Wentz certainly did not play well. But I also think that how he wants to play or how he wanted to play, he's been sped up by the mediocrity of the offensive line. And the fact that he doesn't have the kind of weapons outside that some other people have. I mean, I, I mean, imagine Carson Wentz having 
Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. I mean, those are the Cowboys' wideouts. Now, the Cowboys have their own problems. No getting around it. But Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are both better than anybody the Eagles have on their wide receiver roster. Not by a little bit, but by a lot. That's not good. That's a problem. I mean, when you have, when when a team in your division, I mean, Terry McLaurin of, of Washington is better than any wide receiver the Eagles have. The Eagles have big-time offensive line problems, and they have big-time receiving problems. It's easy to look at the quarterback, but the quarterback has been sped up, and the quarterback doesn't have great options. Now for Jalen Hurts, the question is going to be on Sunday night, is, is it going to be the Jalen Hurts we watched over a couple of games? Or it's going to be the Jalen Hurts we watched the last two and a half quarters where suddenly he was sped up, where suddenly he was making decisions where you sat back and went, oh, okay, that's not what we bargained for. I mean, now, defensively, they've got problems, too. Andy Dalton carved that team up. Andy Dalton, at least Andy Dalton knows game speed. But he carved them up. And again, they've got the receivers to do it. And they've got Gallup. That's the other part. Okay, Again, the three Cowboys receivers are all better than the Eagles receivers. All of them. They traded for Cooper. They drafted CeeDee Lamb. Okay. Now, C.D. Lamb is not the problem of the Eagles because they couldn't draft him unless they traded up. All right, so I got that part. But that is a big problem. They got a big problem. You know. As for the – and that's the other bit. Look at the Steelers. As much as the Steelers have struggled offensively, Chase Claypool, James Washington, Deontay Johnson, and Juju Smith-Schuster are all better than all the Eagles' wideouts. I mean, which eagle wideout would you choose over that group? Which? It's a big problem. This is what your quarterback's been operating with. Now, he hasn't helped himself. Carson Wentz did not help himself. But they hadn't exactly helped him out a lot. Now, Miles Sanders, they should be using him more. There's no getting around it. But Wentz... I think when he got sped up by because of the, how poor the offensive line was, he then started domino and having problems himself. And he doesn't have a bailout guy. Doesn't have a bailout guy. Well, yeah, you may like Rager. I know I didn't like Rager when they drafted him, 
I didn't like when they drafted Jalen Hurts. And it's not personal with, with these guys. Not for me. It's not personal. Not in the least. But I thought they were going to draft Jefferson. They didn't. And Hurts, I thought, would have been a great late third, early fourth round pick, not second round. There's too many needs to make him a second round pick. That's not personal. Not in the least. I'm just talking about the the strategy of it. So, there's your story with the NFL. There'll be no Ben Roethlisberger this week now. Whom else won't play? I don't know. But we know it's going to be Mason Rudolph. And Miles Garrett's going to play. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, yes, uh, we've got Neil Kulong today, Nate Bauer today. We'll have Mark Brennan tomorrow on the show. Looking forward to that. So, plenty going on. Bowl games today as well. Now, we were supposed to have a bowl game earlier, but that got canceled. It was the pinstripe bowl that was supposed to be earlier today. That got canceled. There was also the uh, Texas Bowl got canceled today because TCU has a problem. Uh, So, Texas Bowl gone. Right now, college basketball, 95% of college basketball teams are playing. Um, By the way, Arizona has self-imposed a one-year postseason ban on men's basketball. I always love these, uh, we're self-imposing this ban in a year, you're not really that great. <laughs> okay, great. Good for you. Let's let the NCAA decide that. Uh, but they've imposed a one-year ban. Um, Auburn did the same thing. Meanwhile, um, the Texas Bowl between Arkansas and TCU canceled. game was scheduled for New Year's Eve at NRG Stadium in Houston. Uh, TCU is the one that's having the problem. It was going to be Arkansas's first bowl appearance since 2016, although they are three and seven. <laughs> like to point that out, they're three and seven. Uh, also, Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan has decided to come back for another season. And Brandon Peters, we just saw the Illinois quarterback a little more than a week ago. Brandon Peters is going to return 
for one more season at Illinois to play for Brett Bielema. Illinois, a year ago, went 6-7. and seven. They were in their first bowl since 2014. This year, went 2-6, and six, including that blowout loss to Penn State at Beaver Stadium to end the season. Peters missed three games uh, as a senior because of a positive COVID test. He was put on that 21-day protocol. He made five starts. But he's going to come back for a third season, a repeat senior season for Brandon Peters. I think you know by now Shaka Tony has made the decision that he is going to go to the NFL draft. But Shaka was here for five years. Don't blame him in the least. All right, coming up on the show today, Neil Kulong on the Steelers next half hour. And then Nate Bauer. Blue and Illustrated on Penn State football at 4.06. Mark Brennan joins us on the show tomorrow. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Q, it's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The holidays are a time of year to celebrate and reflect. Reflect on the past year, a year filled with challenges and uncertainty. Uncertainty that bred resilience and hope. Hope for healing, change, new beginnings, and unity. United as one people, one community, by one mission, to safeguard and protect what matters most. From all of us at Purdy Insurance, we wish you health, happiness, and joy this holiday season and success in the new year. Whether you're a pro on the job site or managing properties, clean and safe is your number one priority. And Lowe's has the pro-grade cleaning supplies you need. We go beyond the basics, bringing you commercial cleaning from top brands like Clorox, Zep, and Rubbermaid. And in larger sizes, so you can take on any cleaning job knowing you have the quantity you need. Shop Lowe'sForPros.com and have your items delivered or pick up in store. Lowe's, the new home for pros. U.S. only. CBS News Brief. No Senate vote yet on increasing the amount of relief checks. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. I applaud President Trump for signing the bill and getting this much-needed assistance into the pipeline. McConnell urges the Senate to override a veto of the defense spending bill. GOP Senator John Cornyn supports that move. I've heard it said you can recruit a member of the United States military, but if you want to retain them, you've got to take care of their family. And I believe that's absolutely true. California's hospitals could be forced to ration care due to rising COVID-19 cases. CBS's Dr. David Agus. Certainly, this is something that no hospital reasonably want to expect, but all have planned for and developed protocols to deal with such. The hope is, is that we will see decreasing number of cases, and so this won't happen. CBS's Naomi Rookham on a promotion. Allied Bank is offering $250 to babies born on December 31st, as long as a relative opens up an online custodial savings account. CBS News Brief, I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Investing in your business, but not adding high-speed fiber? Bad decision. Like building a house with no air conditioning, hanging fuzzy dice from your rearview mirror, or getting three bacon double cheeseburgers and a diet soda. Don't be those people. Call Pentella Data and tell them you want real speed, as in the lightning-fast, ultra-reliable confidence only their fiber network can provide. Your employer will be so happy. They'll make bad decisions of their own. High-speed fiber from Pentella Data. 
Kramer Fee, family owned and operated for almost 75 years, would like to wish its community a very merry holiday season and a peaceful, prosperous new year. Our biggest joy here at Kramer Feed is watching the valley thrive and prosper in good health and happiness. May the gift of family and friends bring you and yours bliss throughout 2021 and beyond. Again, happy holidays from all of your friends at Kramer Feed. How do you save money when you shop for groceries? If you haven't checked out Surplus Outlet, you're missing out on savings that could go right into your pocket. Hello, this is Justin Michaels, and at Surplus Outlet, we take saving you money very seriously. At Surplus Outlet, you'll find groceries and much more at below wholesale prices. We work hard to buy right and pass those savings directly on to you. At Surplus Outlet, we stock all the items that you'd expect at a grocery store, but each week we get new arrivals and the savings can be tremendous. So you'll want to stop in often. If you love a bargain, get ready to stock up. At Surplus Outlet, we don't play the game of raising some items and then lowering some others to keep you guessing on the best price. Day in and day out at Surplus Outlet, we give you our lowest prices of many brand name products at below wholesale prices. The cold winter weather is upon us, and Surplus Outlet has all the items that you need to be prepared for that winter weather, including windshield washer fluid, rock salt, snow shovels, and ice scrapers, all at great low prices. We also have a great selection of coffees and soups to keep you warm. Surplus Outlet, Northumberland, Berwick, and Montgomery. Hiking, biking, rowing, running. The game is life, and you're the weekend warrior. You work hard and you play hard. Football, baseball, soccer, golf. To move is to live in whatever your sport. Shamoka Dam Health Center specializes in total health to keep you in the game. Call 743-4333. Shamoka Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Happy, happy holidays. This is Eric from Hubs Home Oxygen wishing you all a very happy and safe holiday season. 2020 has been a challenge for all of us, so let's end this with positivity going into the new year. Stop by any of our five locations, including the new location in Sealands Grove at the Susquehanna Valley Mall for holiday specials on CBD, rollators, pain creams, and more. Thank you for your support in 2020, and we look forward to serving you into 21. Stay safe. The Penn State Nittany Lions play on WKOK. Long and deep down the middle. Hamler, KJ's there, got it. Touchdown, Penn State. Penn State football is sponsored by Blaze Alexander Ford, Carpet Man, Mifflinburg Auto Sales, Glick Associates, Mifflinburg Hotel, Scarlet D, and Lewisburg Hotel. It's the Nittany Lions and Memphis in the Cotton Bowl this Saturday from Arlington. Kickoff is set for noon. We're on beginning at 1030 on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. I wish that was a year ago. So I, I go to uh, I, I'll, today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, Fourth Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. That's the best new brands you can get your hands on. But maybe it's pre-owned inventory. They have the best selection of pre-owned inventory anywhere that comes with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Fabulous service department from the difficult to the routine. They do a great job. Great deals to be had at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Humble's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. 
Yeah, obviously the uh, no Cotton Bowl. So Jack and I, uh, Jack Ham and I, do the Cotton Bowl game last year, and of course, here's one of the one of the perks of being on the job uh, is that I was able to get on obviously the team charter to come back right after the game, which was fortunate. Now we were delayed getting out of there. I'm not going to get into why we were delayed. It was a certain part of the travel party. It was a little late. And it wasn't the players or the coaches. Uh, but so we sat there, sat there, sat there. That's why I didn't. I, you know, when people talk about, hey, that Ohio State Clemson game last year. What did you think? I'm like, I don't know. I never saw it because uh, I was sitting on the plane at the airport. But we got back to Harrisburg and then we bust back and got back at two in the morning. And so it was. So that'd be a year ago today. So I get back at two in the morning because I had a noon basketball game with Cornell at the Jordan Center. It was on at eleven thirty, so I went from one to the other, and I could do that because of the team charter. I mean, it's it's invaluable, invaluable. Uh, it just makes the ability to do the job or the jobs exponentially easier. Very fortunate over the years. Very fortunate. All right, so the Steelers, the first 40 minutes looked like the previous month. The last 20 minutes, now Steeler fans harbor hope. With that, we say Happy New Year, Neil Kulong. How about that? Happy New Year to you guys as well. Yes. How about that for an intro, huh? You know what? I like New Year. for, For me, I think New Year's is the best of all the holidays just because... It carries with it the least amount of, like, specific activity. You know, obviously New Year's Eve is a big party night and everything like that. I'm, I'm past those days. And you can kind of just do whatever you want. And there, with that, there's, like, a real chill vibe leading into it. I always appreciate that. And you know what? It, it's kind of the same vibe that I get coming out of this show. So this is, like, the perfect way to start off the New Year's, you know, three, four-day run, you know, of watching series or binge-watching stuff on TV, eating a bunch of junk food and and kind of working, but not really. That's this show. All right. (laughs) In a nutshell. All right. So, uh, also a chill vibe right now is what a difference 20 minutes makes. <laughs> For 40 minutes, the Steelers look the same as they had the past month. The last 20 minutes, now everybody feels great. They're chilled. Ben's not playing this week. What happened? You know, the, the, I think the main thing I thought of during that second half was in preparation of how to discuss what happened to the Steelers as they were careening their way down the highway for their fourth consecutive loss. <laughs> it was trying to, to not you know, be hyperbolic about it. I mean, there, there's a lot of that this time of the year. And then when you see them playing the way that they did, they, they had sensibly scored on four consecutive drives. I mean, the, the right. fourth and one and the first one didn't work out. Um, great throw, probably not quite enough on it. The center makes a great play. They did everything but score on that drive. So they, they had a, an excellent four consecutive drive run and they hadn't had a good drive in four games right. and it's like this is just really the way it is with the Steelers now you don't want to assign too much credit to them and you don't want to, to really bury them and end their season but they give you so much reason to do both and they have so many times this season so it's like I'm, I'm trying to play it down the middle and, and think of a realistic uh, impossibility of what this team is going to look like 
when they next play their their first game for real, which is not going to be week 17. I I just don't know. I'm not sure what we're going to get. I don't know what the product on the field is going to look like, but we know that that they are somehow capable of playing uh, it's some pretty outstanding football. The Indianapolis Colts are not a junk team. That's they're, right. They're good. Exactly. This is, this is not, you know, the, the Detroit Lions, which for some reason I was kind of thinking of a late December game, I think in, in 2013 when they beat the Lions at home in a game that you didn't think they were really going to win. They went out and played well, and it was a tight competitive game, and they pulled it off. The Colts are a good football team. They they should go to the playoffs. If they don't, they're going to be a, a, a 10-win, maybe the 11-win team that doesn't go to the playoffs. Um, they played really well in that second half. They're, they didn't really do anything wrong. Um, they forced Phillip Rivers into kind of a Phillip Rivers-type mistake. Uh, late in the game, I'm not really sure why he threw the pass that, that Mike Hilton, Hilton intercepted, but they got those breaks, and they capitalized on them, and they played really well. Um, it, it's just kind of a weird year for them, especially over the last five, six weeks. Um, I, I can't tell you whether they're over that hump or not, I just know that we saw enough against a good opponent to think that there is a, a ray of light here in what used to be a, a much more um, exciting season that, that kind of died off over the last three weeks. But we, we saw a lot in that game to think they have a chance to win a playoff game, and, and from there, who knows. All right, so, uh, what opened up the, the door was Ben Roethlisberger and that offense. It's not a question of taking a deep shot, but they hit one. And then they hit another one. And when that opened up, then suddenly the underneath windows reopened for them. Uh, just the, the domino effect of that, Neil, what did that mean to what we saw? It means absolutely everything. It, it, it's, I, I made this joke on Twitter during the game. They hit uh, the, the deep ball to Claypool, the deep ball to Johnson. Then all of a sudden, underneath no longer looked like the four-pit bridge. They had room, and you literally had not seen that over the last three weeks. Uh, the touchdown pass to Ebron, if you watch that in the All-22 view, the pump fake that Ben – Ben doesn't even really sell the pump fake all that hard, but the safety collapsed five yards in front of him, and Ebron was able to, to slip down on a skinny post behind him for, for a, a relatively easy touchdown throw. Uh, those types of things are what happen when you are able to hit stuff deeper along yeah. with showing them that you can hit across the middle, too. Let's keep in mind, they hit a couple deep passes, and the Colts played much further back than they had been. That's exactly the right. Game. They played further back than every other opponent they had. They still hit stuff underneath. It's yeah. not like they only were bombing the ball down the field or anything. The, the strategy was not purely start attacking deep down the field. They hit a few of them. But everything else opened up when they did. When they showed that they had a quarterback who was willing to throw the ball, they had receivers who could still make plays after the catch, now they looked like the team that won 11 games in a row. They looked like an offense that scored 27 points a game. They were capable of doing many things. And it really, the, the catalyst was a couple deep throws that, you know, it, one of them wasn't completed. Two of them were. Right. All of a sudden, the Colts had to respect the fact that not only can they complete it, but they will throw it. And they're going to throw a couple of them. It's not going to be the standard Ben Roethlisberger, heave and pray first play of the game like he usually does and, and think that that's going to be enough to, to make a defense respect uh, his desire to get the ball deep down the field. When he did that in the second half, they knew it. They saw that it was coming. They saw that he was serious with it, and he could deliver it. The fact that he was able to deliver it after what we've seen the last three weeks, 
I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the difference was, but he was not the same guy who was passing in the first half. So um, it, I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're moving on to, you know, Cleveland light here. Um, as sure. far as Ben is concerned, he's not going to play, but right. you have to hope that that is going to be kept in mind uh, as he prepares for that playoff game against whoever it's going to be. He is capable of throwing that ball. Can he do that for four quarters? Can he do that 12, 13 times? I don't know. I'm not sure we've seen that quite yet, um, but we definitely saw something different. It was not just a question of different play calls. He threw the ball down the field. There's been receivers down the field. Yeah, but he, he completed not to throw it. But ball. he completed it too. He completed quality throws yep. on a line. Uh, two receivers who actually caught the ball. And really, you put all those things together, that's really what's been missing ostensibly all season. So if they're able to do that consistently, they can compete. Um, we'll see whether or not they're going to do that. But we know that that thought has to be in Ben's mind. Uh, it has to be in the mind of Randy Fickner when they're putting together their game plan. All right, so th- this week, though, it's Mason Rudolph, as we all know. But it, it, that means they're going to have to run the ball part of the time. Can't play the same game. Why can't they run the ball? I mean, I mean that's still DeCastro there. That's still Villanueva there. That's still Pouncey there. Most of the time, it's Connor there. Why can't they run the ball? Um, to, to pick apart each of those individually, I, I don't think it's the same DeCastro that we've gotten used to. True. Um, it, it's definitely not the same Pouncey and Villanueva. Uh, they're 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 way off for what expectations would be. We, we've talked about this in this show. I think Marquise Pouncey is a good center. I don't think he's the, the center who should be all pro every year the way he has been. Uh, but he's been particularly bad this season. Well, he's Going not, away, he's, he's been particularly he's, he's bad. He's not Webster. He's not Dawson. He's not even Ray Mansfield. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think he's a good center. He's yeah. not the guy who should define his That's era fine. the way that he's probably he's, going to. He's, yeah, rel- he's reliable. No, no issue with that. He's reliable. He's solid enough. Yeah, he's a leader. I think that's why they paid him the amount that they did. He, he's he's Ben's right hand man. He's kind of the, the enforcer, the veteran uh, guy among the offense. Um, he's he's a good, not fantastic center. He has been bad this season, and that's collapsed a lot yeah. of things. Matt Filer is not very good. The two of them playing side-by-side side is a disaster. We've seen that multiple times this year. And with Villanueva on the other side of that, uh, their left side has been atrocious. And they have, without question, the worst blocking group of tight ends in the NFL. Yep. Uh, all of these areas are going to have to be addressed, and they will be addressed quickly this offseason. I can promise you that. Yeah. But that's, that's been a major problem. Yeah. Uh, they're not good in those areas. Um, on top of that, I think the fact that you know protection is bad enough that they don't trust five and seven step drops from your quarterback. Perhaps the arm issue with your quarterback, a, a reconstructed elbow in your throwing arm, it's not usually something that yeah. you expect a guy just to come back from immediately. Um, that is crowding the line. That's that's clogging lanes. It's making it a lot harder to get a ground game going. That and for whatever reason, Mike Tomlin seems to love Benny Snell over James Conner, which is something that, frankly, I, I don't understand. I'm not going to try to understand. Uh, if Conner is hurt, then I don't know why he's dressing and still getting five carries. But he's doing more in five carries than Benny Snell is doing in ten. Yep. And that's been consistent throughout the careers of both of them. I I really don't understand what the logic is behind that. 
uh, short of maybe if, if you want to make a really weak argument that they're saving James Conner for the playoffs, uh, I don't know about that. But uh, Conner is, is a vastly superior player than Benny Snell is. I'm not trying to, to rip Snell, but mm-hmm. uh, Conner, there isn't an area of the game in which Conner is not noticeably better than Snell is. So I don't know. I hope Conner is going to be the guy for them come the playoffs, but at this point, I think it's pretty hard to say that they uh, that they see Connor as being the better option um, against Cleveland. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm fine with Benny Snell running head first, eyes down to the ground twenty times. I would imagine. I, I think you're right. They're going to have to run the ball a little bit more. I think they will because I think they need to work on their scheme. I think they need to, yeah. as a line, they need to get a, a, at least ten carries out of them. Uh, at least play. Three, four series. I don't know how long the veterans are going to play, but Tomlin will play for real uh, to some degree. He's not going to bench everybody. I mean, oh, Ben, sure. that's that's right. a, a non-starter. Uh, they'll get the veteran older guys out of the game fairly quickly um, and play to win with what they have. With the you know the, the realistic idea in mind that uh, they need to get some rest out of this to, to get ready for the playoffs. And frankly, your your best chance is to play the Browns. So if if you're playing a game that you can play competitively. Um, and make the Browns pull out all the stops and show you everything that they have and play their guys, you know, all out. Uh, while you don't have to really care a whole lot about that game, that gives you an advantage just in terms of you're going to see what you're going to get with them. They're not going to be able to change up a whole lot in a week. The Steelers have a little bit more time to be able to do that. So there's some gamesmanship I think that's going to go on. Um, and with that, you you hope just for the sake of it being fun, they can keep the Browns out of the playoffs. But right. the Browns are a good team. I, I would I would say right now there's a, a decent chance uh, it's going to be Browns at Steelers um, for the, the Browns' first playoff game in what feels like 40 years uh, which, the following which, week. Which and, it was the last time. Yeah, you're right. Kelly, <laughs> exactly Kelly, Holcomb, right. Kelly Holcomb was yep. the quarterback and for the Kelly Browns. Holcomb threw for, he threw for 400-some yeah, yards in Bruce Arians' offense. Yep. And the Steelers somehow came back and won that game because right. the Browns at that point didn't have a defense. Right. So uh, it's, it's amazing how history kind of repeats itself. Yeah. All right. Part of life for a rookie in the NFL is for one of the few times in their lives, high school, college, they've had to adjust. Because the level, the comp, the competition level, being so comparable, where is uh, Chase Claypool missing on adjustments right now? Because the first eleven weeks he was, oh boy, Chase Claypool. Now I'm trying to remember what plays he's made the last month. Oh boy, um, I don't think it's Chase Claypool. I think. Tomlin has hinted at the idea that they're protecting Chase Claypool from Chase Claypool. I, I don't see why uh, that would have been necessary outside of the obvious cliche that he's okay. a rookie. Okay. Um, yeah, it, 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 I would say, honestly, this is just my two cents. I think Ben Roethlisberger enjoys uh, the work ethic of certain older players and doesn't necessarily want to favor the rookies. And I think there's only so much that you can do to really twist everything around on a rookie receiver to get him into a, a, a certain packages and personnel. Just a quick, quick note here. 18 drops the ball. Yeah, yeah. Then, then there's that. Let's, let's, if Ben favors any receiver of all time in his career, it's Deontay Johnson, who dropped one of his first three targets, which came on the first drive. I might yeah, add. Yeah. It's not even. It's not even a joke anymore. You just assume he's going to drop one of the first passes yeah. there to throw into him. Um, I, I think Clay. Shortly put, I think Claypool 
uh, doesn't get on the field much because James Washington plays that position, and I think Ben mm-hmm. wants James Washington out there. Yeah. Um, it's tough to get both of them uh, in the targets that you would want to, and that that's kind of a good problem to have with the amount of offensive firepower they have. Um, I would say, if anything, you have the opportunity to figure out ways to get both of them on the field, and that's not stuff that you have to show right now. So if you're going to dial Claypool back a little bit, maybe not by design. Um, They've gotten behind in pretty much every game they've played in the last month and a half. So there might be something to be said about they threw stuff that they had planned for Claypool out in favor of stuff that they knew that they could run because they're two touchdowns down. Um, that and, and you know, it just adding up the fact yeah. that they have a lot of zero series real quick. You know, they're only running three plays, probably one every other drive in the first half. They've right. been that way all season. Yeah. That's going to eat into to, uh, cumulative mm-hmm. numbers a little bit as well. I don't think it's necessarily mm-hmm. intentional. I do think that uh, they're going to have to find a way to to scheme up the ball a little bit better for Claypool. Uh, the end-around thing is not going to work, as we've noticed. They, they aren't really doing that as much anymore. Right. It was a nice novelty, but you're, you're keying yeah. for that um, when he's on the field. If you run that, you can run stuff off his motion, and, and maybe that's what they need to do more with him. Uh, here's an invitation to join us all next year. How about that? Definitely. I absolutely accept. I, I wasn't sure if you guys would ask, but if you want me back, I'll be there in a heartbeat. Uh, we absolutely want you back. Okay, it's an open-ended invitation from us to you. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you guys as well. Thanks for having me. That is Neil Coolong. Next half hour, we'll check in with Nate Power of Blue White Illustrated. We'll talk Penn State football. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the Test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mirth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, great to have you with us today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Next half hour, Nate Bauer, Blue at Illustrated. Tomorrow, Mark Brennan of Fight on State. We'll talk Penn State football with each. Our play-by-play call today, next half hour as well. It'll be a slice of history that we'll take you back to. A slice of history. All right, of Clemson and Ohio State, but not recent history, but something that happened 42 years ago today. All right, that'll be our play-by-play call of the day. 
And then after that, we'll talk with Nate Bauer. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Fabulous new inventory. Great selection of pre-owned inventory, the best in the area. All with the Sunbury Motors guarantee and a great service department that backs it all up. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Great to have you with us today on News Radio 1070 WKOK.